Hey everyone, Chris Hansen here of Hansen vs. Predators and Catcher Predator. Why don't you have a seat right over there and listen to Kyle and Brandon, our podcast. According to my chat logs, Kyle and Brandon have interesting guests. No, I hated it. Yeah. Everybody's sweaty, everybody's on drugs, so they're super sweaty but also touchy. And then they touch your face and you leave there and the next day you have pimples. Fantastic conversation. He's underground in a lab, floating in a tank of water because he almost died. And most important, no predators. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. <laughs> I think that's it's, where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Okay, Internet. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is Halifax's comedy podcast that gets personal. Welcome to the second time that I'm recording this intro, because the first time I sounded like a big ol' negative Nelly, um, and I know I have to stop doing that, so just gonna be honest with you guys, I'm really hating this quarantine, I'm really ready for it to be over. This has been my personal hell, and I don't feel like myself, and that's just uh, the honest truth of my situation. That said, for some reason, I've decided to do a 15-hour live stream marathon on Saturday, May 23rd, and you should tune in, because how sad would it be if I streamed for 15 hours to no viewers? Um... That would be very sad, which is kind of on brand for me, but still, I don't uh, I don't want that to happen. So mark your calendars, May 23rd, Saturday. It's going to be 15 hours on YouTube and Twitch. Starting at noon, Atlantic time, tune in. There's going to be a lot of comedians. I'm going to be chit-chatting with probably every single comedian in Halifax. We will be doing a live debates segment. We will be doing a roast segment. I'm probably going to have a musical guest as well and potentially a podcasting workshop. So I got some things planned. Is is it too much for me to take on with how shitty my productivity has been lately? Probably. But at the same time, it is something to look forward to. It is something for me to do and also a way to interact with you all. So I hope you tune in to the 15-hour live stream taking place on Saturday, May 23rd. This week's guest is comedian Nick Martinello, who's originally from Dartmouth, but has lived in Toronto and the UK, and he's been all over. He has a brand new comedy album out that you should all check out. This podcast was a long time in coming. We've tried to record a couple times, and we finally got to do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure to check out Nick on social media, and of course, make sure you're following Intoxicated Podcast on social media, Facebook, and and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. And if you have any questions, comments, feedback, 
anything, you can email it to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're a listener of the show, an awesome thing for you to do would be to leave an iTunes rating or review. That is extremely helpful. It gets the podcast visibility. And if your review is entertaining enough, I will read it on the podcast. And another quick reminder to definitely check out the YouTube page and subscribe over there. Also on Twitch, subscribe wherever you like to watch things so that you don't miss the notification for the live stream marathon. And stay tuned for more details on that. But for now, enjoy this week's episode with Nick Martinello. All right. That's so funny. I was like, I was like, dear God. If this podcast doesn't happen tonight, it's never going to happen. Oh, well, it's going on. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. We're we here. Did it. We did it. Because we were supposed to record back in December, weren't we? And then we both were sick. Mm, right. Yeah. 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 We definitely, um, there's something going around. Not like now. <laughs> Not Imagine like now. Imagine we both got, yeah. Before no. when, when getting sick was a joke. Yeah, when getting sick was like, I'll probably not die. But now people yeah. are having strokes in their sleep. So, yeah, it's um, Yay. really fun. It's really fun. How I'm are still, you? I'm pretty good. How are you? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, things are boring. And yeah, I got a pretty good setup there. I like the uh, lighting. Oh, thanks so much. Um, trying to be like a Twitch streamer, Twitch streamer lighting. Yeah, uh, it's all about LEDs, blues and purples. Apparently, the, uh, is that what it is? I got the. Uh, I think the night. Do you use that? What's it called? Like night vision or what? Yeah, night light. Night everything light? Yellow. I'm turning it off, so I'm gonna get a full spectrum of color. Well, there you go. Okay. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely got this like ocean vibe going on. So. Yeah, I like blues and purples. Like I like the cool lighting. Um, yeah. Definitely. But I used to, I don't normally record this like normally my desk is the other way around and I usually have like a backdrop behind me but now that like my guests aren't here with me it's no point in doing yeah. that. So this is more uh this is more real. This is yeah, raw. Yeah. It's like this is my depression nest. It's very messy. I don't I never clean either. I'm just like this is what it is, people. Um it's been almost 2 months of being in this tiny apartment and uh this is what it is. <laughs> it's not so bad. I mean, there's things strewn about, but it's not really like what I would, it's not like there's filth. You no. know what I mean? It looks clean. Most girls aren't filthy. We're just yeah. unorganized and not all of us like pick our stuff up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much everybody. But, but God, like yeah. some people can be dirty. Some people can be like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like there's had- a, a thing of felt like dust everywhere. My friend, um, this guy, uh, um, uh, when I lived with him, he'd always put like, he'd eat like, um, like a, a pork chop or like a T-bone, like, and then just like leave them in cups, like in the living room. So he'd come uh. over with like a big piece of meat and just gnaw on the bone and then leave it in a mug like he was drinking coffee out of. And then just, there was all these like bones everywhere, just like <laughs> rotting bones. That's, at least it's not rotting meat though. If, if the meat was off the bones... Um, you, gotta, you gotta you gotta eat those bones, yeah. Rotting meat though, like I'll I'll because uh, I don't compost. I just put everything in the garbage. Um, oh my god, that's bad for the environment. <laughs> probably yeah, cause, is because those compost bags, like apparently, um, all the gas or something gets trapped in them, and it's like just these big methane sort of. Yes. Uh, yeah, something something bad happens when you don't compost. 
I sh- I should start doing that because it's hey, something easy that I should do. And the thing is, my 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 issue is is that like it takes me a while to pick up a habit. Mm-hmm. Like my like tonight, for example, like I'm drinking vodka soda water right now. It's just a boring drink, but um, I wanted to get White Claws because I heard that liquor store is selling White Claw. Um, and I've never tried White Claw, so I was like, sweet, I'm gonna go do that. But they close at six, and my brain still hasn't realized that the liquor store closes early now, and that everything closes early. Like yeah. it, t- it takes me forever to remember things. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but something so, I mean, needs to be like like a routine for a while for me to I like that, remember that's, it. But- that's like that's a habit though. You you, you no. pick it up over time. Yeah. You gotta. I don't know. I don't know if that's dumb. You might be dumb in other ways, but I think that's pretty much how <laughs> like habits work. You know. Yes. Yes. I'm definitely dumb in other ways, but I'm that, but then I'm smart in other ways too. Like. You're on the spectrum of intelligence. I, I'm on. I'm on the spectrum of intelligence. That's what it is. Anyways, let's fucking get into this episode, shall we, everybody? Uh, I'm here with I'm here with a very special guest, someone I've been trying to trying to get on for a while now. Uh, he has a brand new comedy album out. It's Nick Martinello. Hey, Welcome. what's up? What's going on? Thanks for having me. No but, problem. Uh, so you couldn't get the white claws tonight. I know, I'm very sad. So what's the difference between that and your and your current drink? I think it's more flavor. Like I think there's different flavors of it. Whereas this is just literally like it's pretty boring, it's pretty bland. Yeah. But also, I he- I hear that White Claw is like a very classic white girl drink. It's really like a becoming a thing. Like yeah. I was I was just over in the UK and uh, they don't have it there. But um, you know, I'm just seeing all these like friends in Toronto. Everyone's going on about White Claw, and uh, yeah, it's weird. It's a craze right now. Taking over. I think well, it's like a health thing. People want to be healthy alcoholics. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I, 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 I'm a pretty boring drinker. Like I pretty much stick to vodka soda. Um, I'll drink red wine every now and then, but I used to drink like everything, like mixture of everything. And I gained like so much weight from drinking so much. And so the main reason I switched to just this was like, okay, well I can drink it and I don't really get too hungover and there's not a lot of calories in it. So yeah, it's the safer option. It's just kind of boring to drink. Yeah, I actually, I, I pretty much quit drinking because I only like drinking beer. Yeah. And um, I decided that uh, I just was going to be, you know, bad for the rest of my life. Like, I was just going to be like, ga- I just this constantly gaining and losing weight. And I was just like, I can't, uh, it's not sustainable. So nope. just only- that makes you feel like shit kills your motivation the next yeah. day. Yeah, I literally, I tried to get on the vodka sodas. I just hated it. It's just like, this is just water, you know? <laughs> Why am I paying? I can't, at least when I order a beer, I'm like, okay, it looks like there's like some, especially if you get a craft beer, it's like there's some craftsmanship. You, yes. t- you could even call it craft beer. But when someone, just dumps, when someone just dumps like a flavorless um, substance into like a glass and then and then it's like eight bucks, you're like, what the fuck? I'm just paying to be here. That's, yeah. that's, that's the only way you're at a bar or something, you know? Well, that's one thing about me is I'm, like, from the Maritimes. I grew up in Anaganesh, so, like, I'm a Maritimer, but I'm missing that gene that is the 
likes to get drunk alone, Jean. I've never liked drinking alone. Because to me, I was just like, I'm so, such a fun, entertaining drunk. Like, why am I doing this alone? It's a waste. It's a waste of money. And no one's seen it. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I've never liked drinking alone for that very reason. Just being like, ah, like, just have a couple drinks. Like, what's the point? You could just have a couple drinks without alcohol and feel the same way. I did this show in um, Cape Breton. Nice. And there was this like 80 dude who looked like he was like 87 and he was just sitting at the bar. And then we asked him what he was going to do after the show. And he's like, I'm going to go drink till the sun comes up. Yeah. Like he just was going to go home and just drink rum. Everyone drinks rum too. That's the, that's the hilarious thing with Cape Breton. Yeah. Rum. Rum is the worst. I hate rum. Yeah. I've never liked it. It gives me heart palpitations. It's only like, it's really strange because I don't know. I don't think they, like people, I I lived in Ontario for a long time and it's just like not really a thing. It's not like a novelty, like to regularly consume rum. Yeah. I thought that everyone was doing it. And then I left uh, Halifax. It's like, oh no, that's just the East Coast. Bunch (laughs) of rum drinks. Descendants of pirates. We just... truly are. We kind of talk like them too. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Did you see the lighthouse? Did you see that movie? I haven't seen the lighthouse, but I heard that there's like a crazy, weird, like mermaid sex scene in it or something. Yeah, there's a there's a mermaid sex scene, but I mean, who hasn't thought of a mermaid sex? You know, you look off into the ocean. Yeah, it's kind of absolutely. Um... Well, I always just wonder how that would work. Like, like is is the is the um. The tail thing, like, does she just take it off and then there's, like, regular genitals there? No, no, it actually shows, it actually shows the, uh, the, the mermaid vagina in the movie. Does it look, like, any different than a regular vagina? Kind of looks like a, just a regular one, yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of boring, then. I was hoping that yeah. there'd be, like, scales on it or something. Pretty, no, it's all, it, it, it's, yeah, well, in, 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 like, the autonomy, like, it's not like there's, like, five holes in it, just, like, right. Like a, it was like a, a, a vagina in on you know with with scales and everything. And, uh, okay. The, uh, the, the mermaid woman is actually pretty hot. Um, uh, and then you know Robin Padson there. It's actually you know when you strip everything away, why is that gross? But you know Twilight, it's a va- it's a vampire. It's two monsters having yeah. sex. Yeah. You know, that's that's not gross. That's a that's re- same guy. You know. Very true, and he's pretty hot. I mean, I. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, there we go. We're back in action. We're so- back in. A- I hate. I fucking hate remote podcasting so much. Isn't this dumb? Like it's 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 one of those things. Like I'm I'm glad we have this because I'm glad I can still record with people. I can also like record with people that aren't even in Halifax, which is cool. But like, I hate this. You know. I know. I look like a fucking air traffic controller right now. You look like a gamer. Dumbass. Yeah. Right. A Twitch gamer. Okay, so, yeah, let's talk about Twitch. I want to learn about Twitch. That seems... Oh, yeah. I got, I got to change the direction of my whole career right now. So like, You do, actually. Yeah, comedy is like, truly changing. I'm so glad I got that album out before. Yeah, holy shit. So when did you record Ooh. your album? Um, January 30th. Wow. I don't remember that because that was Brexit. Brexit happened that day. Whoa! Um, I actually mentioned it on the track. <laughs> it's so funny. I have a I have a Corona virus joke back. Like it was just like before anybody even really knew what it was, and I was just like listen to it after 
uh, when I was editing, I was like, ah, oh, man, that's a little too rough. What one? Because I listened to your album today. Was it on the album? No. Oh, was it? It didn't. You, you didn't put it in. It just was too too much. I was in the UK and just like, yeah, I was editing. I was just like, there's just so many people croaking. You know what I mean? And Italy and stuff. I was like, oh, this this doesn't feel as funny anymore. So I like kind of maybe maybe once you know maybe I'll do a bonus. What do they call it? Like, uh, you remember okay. that? Like a redux. Yes. Director's cut. That's Director's it. cut. Like all the stuff you cut out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You're yeah. And kudos to you for uh, turning around that album really quick. Cause in my experience, sometimes it takes forever to like, once you record it to like get it. Uh, yeah, you know, and like published. I actually had the, uh, the recording for like a month and I barely touched it. Then, then this quarantine happens and then bang. Like, it's just like I, everyone, a bunch of people within this two-week window put out albums. So I think everyone was just sitting at home for like a month and they had just getting stuff done, you know? So Right. Uh, yeah, it's a good yeah. time. What are some funny ones? Uh, Chris Robinson is a guy. Uh, oh, Trump. yes, yes, yes. I actually just started yeah, following him. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's yeah, going to yeah. have a good one coming out. Um, oh, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. yeah that's and that's awesome that you got never off never off yeah i actually oh, want to reach yeah. out to nick and see if he can come on show. he's good uh meg mckay's from maritime has got one coming out i saw so it's like i feel like a lot of people just had the uh i just remember like i'd see like recording dates and then it was like six months later the album comes out and it's just like it's not really too much to throw together right but yeah time to sit down and make the cuts and do the decisions and stuff you know it's the just just do it attitude like you just gotta Mm -hmm. just you just do it because actually the first time i saw you um stand up wise was when you i think you either hosted or you did a set on travis Lindsay's album taban oh and that's actually when i saw you for the first time yeah yeah that was a while ago, and then it came out. I think I think it was. I don't know if he had an issue or something with it, but it came out like way later. Way later, yeah. And that's why. I, that's why I'm like, kudos to you for getting it out so quick. Cause... I didn't even like. I didn't even realize that you were supposed to like put a picture once you have the cover, and mm-hmm. be like coming soon. I didn't tease it at all. I think that would have been better. But, Nick, you uh, need a PR person. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> A publicist or something it doesn't really matter that's my background if you want to hire me but i mean i know be my uh why don't you why don't you be my talent agent i i actually would love to do promo for comedians like oh, or man. like something like something like show promotion or i would love to like that was that was kind of where i was going and then yeah. this whole thing happened and now there's no more shows and everyone's broke and yeah. Things are things are changing big time for comedy. It's yeah, it's strange that Canada, I guess, doesn't really have. I guess people can't negotiate high enough wages or something. But there's no like talent agents for comedians in Canada or um, managers and stuff. Doesn't even, seem like that, eh? Yeah, even like you don't even even like newer comedians could get signed by a label in the UK. Well, they have a bigger industry that has more money but it's still strange that canada is like doesn't really have talent agencies for comedians yeah that is strange but also it's like yeah like why that's that's a good question um 
I think it's just, um, you know, Congress complain all the time about not getting paid enough money. There's not enough interest. But uh, also there's no one out there trying to build interest in comedians on like a smaller level than everyone like kind of like looks at Just for Laughs or CBC kind of like, but there's no, you know, sm smaller yeah. sort of, uh, you know, agencies like you. Yeah, that's know. actually a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to do, and I might still do it. I mean, I don't know if I will, but I, I wanted to actually make a... Uh, a comedy podcast network for podcasting like for comedians who want to start podcasts um it would be like an artist run network kind of thing where everything's kind of hosted on a website and we all like kind of cross promo each other and like encouraging comedians to like do podcasts because guess what you might have to now <laughs> you know to get your, get your comedy out and uh it's it's a pretty easy medium to learn as long as you kind of keep up with it. Um, but I, I was thinking I could specifically, like, it could be specifically for comedy podcasts. Like, yeah. Like, no true crime, like, nothing else. Just comedy. Yeah, I mean, who knew? Like, the mm -hmm. radio was going to be, came back in a big way. You know mm -hmm. Pretty much what it is. Yeah. So where do you, do you think... What's your timeline? Like, when do you think shows will be a thing again? Ah, that's, I don't know. That's almost impossible to say, really. It is, but, eh? Um, like, it's, like, without a vaccine for the uh, virus, it's going to be hard to have a functioning normal uh, society. Yeah. So, I think... Uh, Maybe like a couple of years, probably. Think a couple of years? Oh, yeah. that makes me so sad. Or we might have some show where it's like, maybe everyone gets into um, like, uh, maybe there's like little pods. Everyone's mm -hmm. sitting in the audience. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I pictured it. Like very so spaced weird. out, small shows. Oh, that'd be terrible. Have you ever done like, have you ever gone to a show that's in like a banquet hall or like a some weird like back room it just it's it's such a or what it's just not set up like you know everyone's spread out that's like you want everyone tight like yeah that's the thing about stand-up shows you're that's kind of the whole point yeah like i mean theater shows and stuff like that like obviously if you're gonna go see your like favorite celebrity comedian they're the best yeah. you know ever but like average like you wouldn't want to have like anything but a sold out audience in like a gigantic room like that so i like really like cramped like comedy clubs and stuff like that and shows those are the best yeah where you where it kind of feels like a mosh pit like you can yeah. smell the person beside you absolutely but that's like the opposite of like what you're supposed to be doing now you know? i know i i know i haven't uh i haven't hugged a person and oh like my god like it's it's very weird the psychological toll it takes on you. So what's your quarantine situation right now? Are you with people? Are you alone? I well I I had to I came back from England, so I'm just uh living with my mom right now. So it's not too bad. I guess I'm here. That's uh, good. You know, it sucks giving up like, you know, well, there's no more comedy in England and my visa gonna expire at some point it's just like i was like what am i doing here if there's no comedy you know what i mean but right. I place and everything and i just kind of made a snap decision to um come back to canada and i got like pretty much the last flight 
from France to Montreal. I think I saw that on your Instagram. That's crazy. Yeah. I um, ran into another comedian named uh, Paul Meyerhog or something. Okay. He, he, lived, he lives in France, but he like does shows in the UK and um, he, uh, yeah, he said that he, he decided to come back too. And that I was having a really hard time finding like flights and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, we got the last one and uh, Air France is sick. Like, is it? Yeah. They give you like, like even when I was in coach, like in economy and they, everyone gets like a little like champagne, like free champagne and like, like like nice cheeses and stuff and little pastries like compared to like other like airlines it's like man damn like they got i was almost happy just like that was one of the highlights of my entire european experience was just sitting in that was coming home on the plane yeah Yeah. and it was it was like it was full of old people and i was just like i was i i had I was sneezing, right? Like I had like a head cold or something. And like they were saying not to wear masks at that point. So I was just like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I was just like, it was, it was really, it was, a, that was the sketchiest thing ever. Just were people, were you sitting close to people or did they speak? Yeah, no, everyone was just like packed in and uh, everything else was dead though. Like it was so bizarre going through some of like the busiest train stations in England. And then, um, well, I didn't go through the train. I went, Piccadilly in, in Manchester is like super busy train station and it was like completely empty on a weekday and it was just the most bizarre feeling seeing like every single airport and train was like completely empty and then um yeah it was uh, absolutely bizarre that's back. eerie holy shit yeah. well that's so good that you got out of there when you did though like yeah yeah, it's uh, it's not so bad being uh, being here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're with someone, so you see mm-hmm. another human being. Yeah. Um, and it's like a familiar place, which is good. You can kind of wait it out here until things get back to normal. Yeah. Um So are you? You're from Dartmouth, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're born and raised, but you've moved around a lot. I take. It. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to Toronto in 2011 after uh, school. And I was just starting comedy then. And then um, about a year, over a year ago, I, uh, I moved to the UK. So I did the visa thing. And uh, yes, I was living over there. So what are the comedy, what's the differences in all the comedy scenes that you've seen? Mm-hmm. So you've seen Halifax, you've seen Toronto, you've seen UK. Like what, how do they all compare I'd say that, well, the structure of, like, British comedy is much different than um, English shows, or, well, not, or, sorry, like, Canadian comedy shows, um, or, like, American ones. Like, it's always, opener is, does 20 minutes. Oh, oh wow. There, there's an MC, and then they warm up the crowd, like, 10, 15 minutes, or whatever, and then there's an opener who does 20. Then they take an interval, like a break, and everyone goes to the bar and gets a pint or whatever, and they come back. And then there's sometimes like a newer person doing 20 minutes, mm. or two people doing 10 or something like that. And then there's another break, and then the MC comes out and they bring on the headliner who does 20 minutes. So each interval is like 20 minutes of comedy plus the plus the MC. And really? Yeah. 
So does the headliner do the same amount of time? Uh, yeah, so the opener and the headline, like the most experienced person is going to be the headliner. But after that, it's like the MC is probably the second most experienced and second most highly paid person on the show too. And then um, the, uh, what is it? The opener is also like a good person. So you get someone good, like, and then in the middle is like new people usually or like showcases or whatever. That's always in the middle. Like the opener is always like a solid act starting out the MC. So it's like different structurally. And I, and I find like shows there, they're more business-like. Like there's a lot, a lot of, there's not really like as much hanging out. I've noticed it's kind of like you have to, well, basically you really have to go to Edinburgh uh, for the Fringe Fest and uh, get like noticed there and get like rating and like star. You, you take your one person show there. And then you want to get like reviewed and then use all your stars to like email bookers and then get on shows. Whereas mm. like in like Toronto, I found like you kind of really have to, you can send emails all day with credentials, but you have to like go to the comedy club, hang out, like show face with people and sort of like, you know, get in socially. And then they put you on the show where it's like in Britain, they like shut you out socially until you get onto the you know onto the circuit and then it's like they let you into the inner circle so there's sort of like a difference like that interesting yeah interesting it's like a totally different type of grind like it's still a grind yeah. but it's it's just it's just a different way of like getting in yeah absolutely but, crazy and like Halifax I think it's just like you know it's a smaller market than Toronto so I think it's like yeah. easier to um it's a good it's a good place to like start out doing comedy because you can like really get you know um start getting uh like longer sets earlier on than like if you were like to like start comedy in toronto or a bigger market it's probably even worse if you're like in new york you'll or, get eaten alive yeah that's what i hear anyway like it's it's kind of like starting a smaller city yeah. Up, like get that um, confidence but, and, and then move on along to bigger. But I'd say like um, Halifax is a pretty good scene for like the uh, size of the city. You know what I mean? Cause there's not yes. like really compared to like other um, cities with like half a million people or even more, there's like a pretty like good amount of like almost every night there's like a show with like a good crowd just talking about the past now. There's nothing now. You know what I mean? We're doing a eulogy for, um, <laughs> yeah. for stand-up comedy. How, 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 how it used to work. This is like oh. what historians read about when they're like, did you know, like, when they tell you how um, the Navy was structured in <laughs> yeah. 1750 or whatever. This is like what we're talking about. This now. is how co- the comedy business the, how, uh, the was structured. Yeah. I really the people I truly feel for I think I mean I feel for all of you because I can't imagine like not having the stage time must be really hard but the people I really feel for actually are like the open micers who are like really new and like we're just starting just getting going and and now it's like nothing now there's gonna be this big long break that everyone's taking and um at least if you have many years of experience under your belts you can you know, you can do other things. You can do little Zoom shows or podcasts. Or like, you know what I mean? You can pull from that. Whereas, yeah. like, the, the newer people are like, 
I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah but they, but then again, they, they don't got as much, you, you don't have as much as uh, invested in it, right? That's but, true, too. That is very like, true, yeah, too. Yeah, I can just go do some another hobby. Maybe That's get, true, too. Yeah, you're I'll right. Go, I'll go get a kayak or something. You know what I mean? Yes. They'll, they'll, they can, it's kind of like if you were to get knocked up as a, I always say this, this is a weird, unpopular opinion, but I'm like, if you were to get knocked up unexpectedly, it's, it would be good to... <laughs> I probably would. I wouldn't. I would. So I don't bad. think I, I would get. Uh, <laughs> but it would be. It would be. You would. better for it to happen as a teenager or like a younger person because you can then adapt your life around that kid. Whereas if you were to get pregnant at twenty five or twenty six when you're like just starting your life, it would be harder. That's what I think anyway. But probably no, I think, think the long term benefit of having the kid later when you're like more established would cause less net like less strife yeah in the entire you know what i mean yeah if you're if you're like at least you had a little bit of life expecting like a life experience at that point but it's like if you're like one of those teenage moms and you have a baby they're like well we're almost the same age i guess i'll just give it to my mother I, yeah. like that's usually what happens like they just give it to their mother and the grandmother oh well yeah actually never mind if that's the case <laughs> Someone else has got to deal with it. I passed that point, though. Like, sure, I, I, I might as well do one more. I got another uh, kid under my belt. I got to say this. This quarantine's really making me uh, feel the biological clock because I'm, ch- like, two years away from what would be considered geriatric pregnancy where really? it's, like, risky to get pregnant. Yeah, 35. Oh, my God. It's considered it. risky. You can still do it, and many women do. And, like, my mom had me at 42, so she was, at the time she was considered an older mom, but now women are having them like into their forties, like late forties even, but like, I don't want to be an old ass mother. Like I want to be able to relate to my kid. Just wait like two years left. You got basically, they said in two years to get a a vaccine. That's perfect (laughs) to get pregnant. Just like wait it out. Just all at once. I'll I'll meet someone. Bang. Get knocked up. Get. Yeah. Okay. It's oh, like, there's gonna, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be madness. It's gonna be like fish spawning. In the it, it will, cause you're, you're a single guy, are you? Yeah. Okay. How do you find, are you on, on the apps at all? Like, are you doing any of that right now? Um, yeah, but I don't really know what the point is, right? I know. I saw one girl and I was like, hey, maybe when the parks open up, we should go for a walk. I didn't talk to her for a month and I was like, Hey, you want to go for that walk? And she was like, Oh, I got evicted. I'm in a shelter for women now. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> that went from zero to 60. I know. Something must, have, something must have went down in her life. Right. And I was like, damn, like you're just looking for like a, you know, like a hot shower right now. Yeah. That's oof. You got to, did she, I hate to ask this question, but did she seem like a shelter woman? Really? Asked? No, just like a typical Halifax hipster girl. Oh, okay. Okay. They're like, oh, okay. I understand now. It's not at all me. Like, I don't, I don't fit that archetype at all. I, uh. No. Yeah. No, this I dress is kind of like, <laughs> yeah. You don't think, you think because of your outfits, you'll never be homeless. I, well, I mean, I, I just wouldn't let my, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm constantly stressed about money constantly. Yeah. So it's something like I'm always thinking months ahead, like, mm. 
like right now I'm on EI, so I know I have a couple months, you know, like I yeah. know I'm, I'm good for a while, but I'm now starting to be like, what am I going to do? Cause I, like I used to be in event planning and that's not going to happen for a long time. <laughs> so that's another industry that's going to be hitting hard. I'm going to have to be like, what the heck? And then um, I was having a conversation with a friend recently. It was like, you know, girls are making OnlyFans accounts and making a lot of money. Yeah, a lot on, of on like OnlyFans and camming. Hey, I mean, it's uh, it's like only can or OnlyFans or whatever. That's like the MySpace of cam girls right now. Like, it's like, naughty Instagram. It's naughty. Yeah. It's you you you'd be paying for pictures, which I'm like, I have it all thought out though. Like I've been literally thinking about this for a week on how, like if I were to do that, how I would do it, because I wouldn't want to do it. Like I wouldn't want to promote that on this podcast or even like on my personal social media, but I could message certain people. So you gotta have a the yeah, link. You gotta have a fan base, right? Like well, I, a little bit of a fan base. And they had a big, big following on, on, on Twitter. And all these like dudes messaging her, and then next thing you know, it's just like she's doing that for a living, right? Well, that's the thing, right? I have a friend who who does who is like an online sex worker, and she pretty much the reason she decided to do it was she was like, all these guys are like asking me for more pictures and like always messaging me about my pictures, and I started seeing them as dollar signs, yeah. like because they want more, they're willing to pay a certain price for it. You're just sitting on money that you're not getting. <laughs> yeah. Good. Like, it, it's like every hot girl should on. do this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> well, maybe not. I don't, I don't know if everyone is like cut out for it, but I, Wait, I just know that. Everyone wants to do it. I want a new digital camera and I want to save money. <laughs> I think I could get there pretty fast. Okay. <laughs> so it's, sign up for my OnlyFans. Link will be in the. no. There's no shame about that these days. People are like, we got to monetize everything we can. So here's my question to you as a single guy. Is, would there ever be a situation with like a girl that you know that you would actually pay to see an OnlyFans account? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Like, like, no, personally? Is it just like I want to see uh, a girl I went to high school with naked? Is that the entire... I think that's kind of where I'm getting at because like, I feel like there's a curiosity factor with like nude photographs where you'd be like, I wonder, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, would, would, would that anybody that are really, I just think that, uh, you know, there's enough to like jerk off to elsewhere. <laughs> I know there is. There's so much. That's why I'm always so curious about like, there's always tied up. Who signs up for these? Kind of like, it has to be like, you have to be kind of a stalker to be into fan, fans only or whatever. Right? Yeah, and that's where I think I could hit gold because it's actually a really a really good way to like get those like yeah creeps into one just focus you know what I mean hey you don't gotta go into bushes anymore <laughs> everybody <laughs> selling new pictures online or DMs like the the men that like I have so many this is another weird thing like I got guys that like create throwaway accounts and message me on their throwaway accounts yeah you gotta corral this into. <laughs> Um, yeah. one place right that's 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 what i would do that's what i would do and i wouldn't i wouldn't post about it like public like i would just message specific people yeah you're um, like hey, okay chill out go here yeah 
I'm just super like I mostly want to do it honestly as an, as an experiment to see how much I could make how much I could like I don't know how much I would charge that's one thing that I I have no idea um well if it's charge. if it's a small I don't know would it, would it, would it, it depends how large the user base is right yeah yeah well, I know that my friend who's like, like an online sex worker, so she does it a lot. She charges $25 a month. So I wouldn't charge that much. Okay. Maybe 10 10 bucks. 10 bucks a month for a bunch of newbies? That's like, that's yeah, it's like deal. Spotify. It's like Spotify or Prime. And that's like enough that right. like you'd, if there was a girl you were curious about, you'd spend 10 bucks on that, right? Yeah, that's okay. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. I'm just working out my business model here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe 15. But then that's the that's the thing about um, online sex work. What happens is, is you're like, ooh, I made this much with this price. But if I do, if I just do this other thing, I could charge more and make more. It just becomes a snowball. And then soon enough, you're in porn. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like literally, like it'll just snowball into that. And you'll just not stop. Not these days. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, there are there people making pornos right now? Is that like is that? Oh, happening? actually, that's true. Actually, yeah, that's that's probably not so much. But you could do like solo videos where you like mm, build okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely a market for that. Like, you could do sexy videos. Yeah, I don't. I wonder how the porn stars are doing. That's a good question. I bet you, like, the actual like in person sex workers aren't getting a lot of work. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't think so. That that's just. Uh... It's the last thing you want to be doing. Yeah. What's your level of uh, paranoia in this quarantine? Like, are you someone who's super duper cautious or are you kind of in the middle? Like, in the middle, I'm wearing the mask. I'm trying not to. One thing that bothers me is like runners and people on bikes because I bike around. I wear a mask because you're breathing heavier and you're like moving faster. There's kind of like a bigger cloud of your fucking spit aura around you right mm-hmm. when you're exerting yourself and moving faster so that's one thing that bothers me especially on these nature trails there's like people around each other and they're like not even that far apart when they pass each other in the paths and none of them have masks on you know yeah we think we're immune to it over here even though we don't have like a super high rate of infection but it's like you got to um you know be able to be just a little bit more cautious yes and i think reopening the parks honestly is going to come back to bite us. I, yeah. tru- I truly think that because I think so many people are just desperate to get out, especially with like nicer weather coming and stuff. We're going to start crowding them. It's just stupid. Like I don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't go. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I, the one thing I might do is like you said, run, like I might get out and run around my neighborhood, but that'll be it. Yeah, I do. I'm on the, um, I'm right by Shuby Park. So. Oh, it's awesome. Like, um, you know, if you get on the bike trail, there's very few people once you reach a certain point. So mm-hmm. it's not so bad, but in certain places, I'm going to avoid the uh, the dog park because that's uh, it's lit up. that's just lit up right now. And dogs are like, dogs can get it too. Dogs can get it, but apparently like, yeah. it doesn't do much to them. But they can give it to you. Ooh, that's true. All that face yeah. looking. And they're coming up with a big slobbery, stupid face. It's just fucking... That's why, see, this is why I was never a dog person. I hate that. I'm not into that. Yeah. I'm, I like I'm cats because no they more, give you no space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Very COVID-friendly pet right now. 
They are like they like cats are just so independent and awesome. I mean, granted, like they're not as cuddly. Like my cat isn't won't cuddle with me, and that's yeah an issue for me currently because I just I just <laughs> just want to physical. That's like, what I, I you know I that's what I hate about cats though. It's like you got you get one and you find out it's not cuddly and you're like fuck. Then you mm-hmm. get one because you want to get a cuddly cat and then you get it and it is cuddly, but the other cat fucking hates it because it's like spending more time with you than like you, you know than before but like it wouldn't even cuddle with you before it's just, like jealous of something you wouldn't even like you know what i mean that is my fear because right now i want to like i've been like i just want either a little baby kitten or a puppy or something like i thought about the puppy thing just because i'm like it'll help get me whip me into shape it'll give me a reason to get out of bed because right now i'm a piece of shit like i'm truly sleeping i'm sleeping till like two or three every single day Oh my god! It's bad. You know it's when I first good. started, I was like, "I'm gonna do like 5 a.m. crack of dawn, get up." That's when know. I go to sleep. And now it's like, I guess I go to bed at like 1:30. It's not so bad. That's that's decent. Like that was me before this. All this happened. Like I would, you know, call it. I've been waking two. up at 8:58. Weirdly enough, like in the last three days in a row, I'm just hitting. Really? Up. Yeah, it's very strange. Have you ever looked up what 858 means in, like, numbers? Sometimes they mean things. Really? Eh, probably. It's probably bullshit. What if it's, like, white supremacist? (laughs) You're racist. Certain certain times mean certain things, especially if you see them a lot or if they're, like, really prominent in your life. Okay. Here we go. 858. Isn't there a Jim Carrey movie about that? So this is just going to be the first thing I pull off the internet. So funny. All right. 858, the most important choices are never easy. They usually require sacrifice, and they can be difficult for other people to understand. But as long as you do what you know is right in your heart, and you're honest and clear with your communications, you can have no regrets. It's the angel number. Whoa, there you go. Oh, yeah, look, 858, the angel number. I'm just Isn't gonna, that creepy? I'm going to type in 857 just to make sure not. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't all mean the same thing. <laughs> 857, the angel number. 856. Damn it. The angel number. 855, the angel number. They're all angel numbers. They're all angel numbers. Wait, but- your angel number? Oh, no, no. There's like... Somebody who wrote a thousand angels. Okay, okay. I thought I thought there was like that's the number that you get, and there's there's, there's angels everywhere. But apparently, here's eight fifty five. Building the life that you want will require hard work and sacrifice, but you are capable of giving more than you release. Giving more than you release. That's weird. Like <laughs> there's more crumb in you. Than- <laughs> I guess so. That's that's where my mind went. My mind always goes there. Some words have just been totally ruined. Like release. Yeah, release hilarious. is never what it yeah. No no. Come. Come. <laughs> you can't say that word by itself anymore. I I used to have a real problem saying that. Yeah. I I used to just be like get off or like I, I would find another way to say it. Get but, off, yeah. But now I'm I'm bracing the cum. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. That's yeah, tough. yeah. It could just be like like literally like a six month dry spell, which it has been. 
More than six months. Hey, that's everybody right now. So I got, I got one friend who just is just being completely flagrant about it. And, like breaking all the quarantine? Uh, well, just like getting like on dates, getting girls like kind of was like really old sleazy world of people going around and having sex with each other right now. You know and I mean? honestly, here's the thing: I'm with those people. I feel what they're feeling. Oh yeah, but I'm not doing it. Like I'm, I, I'm not going to do that. But also, it's like we have to remember that like <laughs> we're social people and horny people, and like it's like an urge for us to do that. But, like, at what point does that urge take over logic, you know? For some people. Not not very long. For, like, a, a two days. And they're just, like, so, they're, such, they're so weak-willed. That's so pretty. Strength. Not Any. good. Yeah, I, I have one hookup buddy that, like, we're, we've been talking about breaking quarantine, but it hasn't happened. It probably won't happen for a while. But, like because he works with the public so i'm like fuck mm. if only you if only you were jobless like it's like the one yeah. time that like a jobless man <laughs> yeah this is, is more the appealing. Time to be on, this is the time to be unemployed this is, if you're unemployed or, or if you live alone like those two things combined so you live alone you're and you're and you don't work with the public yeah. great sexual par- partner <laughs> just like yeah it's so funny it's like you just be like, oh man, like you go on a date with you want to make sure someone has a job. Now it's just completely different. You're like, yes. a fucking weirdo who's at home all the time, doesn't go outside, doesn't yeah. have a job. Like at the most, he could maybe go get groceries for you. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be nice and romantic. Because the other thing people are doing is FaceTime dates. What do you think of the FaceTime virtual dates? Um, I don't know. I've never really tried it. Yeah, I think it would be weird. I guess. It's pretty much just this, but you're like having a more awkward conversation. <laughs> Even more awkward. Yeah, this is, and it, honestly, this is pretty much what it is to go on a date with me anyway. Like what I'm doing right now. Like every, yeah. da- every date I've gone on, I've treated it like a podcast. That's good. You know, take the lead. Well, sometimes you gotta, like sometimes guys just don't talk. It's just like, I'll, I I find that I lead the conversation a lot on dates. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I feel like I'm leading too much. And uh, I feel like I do that too. And then I, and then I leave and I was like, was that, was I an idiot? Were they dumb? Was I bad at talking? You know what I mean? So communication's so difficult. Yeah. It seems like something would be easy, but it's like so many people, every person you meet is like bringing their entire lifetime of bullshit to that moment. You know what I mean? Yep. And you just got to like figure out if like you're weird or they weird or like who's weird. Who's weird. And like you get in your head, like I get in my head because I'm like, okay, I need to watch the reaction when they see me because that's as a, like as anyone, like if you meet someone on apps, like as a girl anyway, my biggest concern is, is that like they'll be disappointed like in person I'm always in my head about that. So I watch the reaction and I can usually, like, I mean, I can usually tell when a guy's not into me and that's most of the time. (laughs) And then it just becomes, okay, I just met a new friend. I guess we have to have an hour conversation. Are you like misrepresenting yourself or something? No, I don't think so at all. But like, I just think I'm pretty picky with who I go out with. Actually, 
and actually i i wouldn't necessarily say that i get that realization right away because i've had some really good dates that like were really like good conversation good flow and then it's just like nothing ends up happening right like there's no second date like no one reaches out and then it just fizzles um because i don't like to make moves like i'm i'm very open and stuff and receptive but i don't like to make the move like you you know i don't know yeah yeah i mean um that's that was the world before now i know desperate it's great everyone's desperate they're like honest i think people's fucks are gonna go out the window and they're just gonna start being more straight up with people be like hey i think you're cute (laughs) like i might start just doing that with people i'm attracted i think it's a good i think it's a good idea right yeah like what's there to lose like we literally have nothing to lose time's flying by uh my eggs are dying like (laughs) hey yeah it's just get it done i'm that's what i'm saying this is like this is good In, in, in some ways besides you know people dying yeah and getting horribly sick it's it's doing a lot of good for just cutting out a lot of bullshit in people's lives. Yes. You know I mean? Yes. Just not no more um, like you you, try, you go to buy something and then you're at the like, going to different stores and you get like a pair of jeans and you're like oh, I don't know and then you get you go back and return them and you think there's a better one. Now it's like you can't even do that. So it's true. I mean the the only thing that things would- I was. The only thing that would come close to that would be Amazon, which is, I think a lot of people are doing a lot of online shopping now. I'm probably buying useless stuff online. I love online shopping. I always thought was better, but I always felt guilty about it before because it just seems a little decadent. You know what I mean? But now it's like, yeah, you get to like, you need something, even if it's something that's not even like a luxury item and you order it off Amazon, it feels like a little Christmas present coming to you. It does. Like, oh, here's that thermometer. <laughs> I have, awesome. I, it, like, the, I have the weirdest things in my cart right now. Like, I have, like, eco-friendly straws, uh, yeah. hair clips, like, s- just stupid shit. And then I'm like, okay, great. As soon as I press place order, it's going to be, like, a month before it gets here, like, because everything's delayed. Like, that's what I don't like about right now. Like the delay. But it's like we gotta get rid of. It's like the opposite of the impulsiveness of like just before, right? Like buying things because they were there and you could buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just going out for no like like everyone's weekend is centered around going out because you need to be like around everybody and stuff like that. Like that's uh, good and everything, but um, you just it's like it's a little too much sometimes. Too. It also forces you to get more creative with what you do. Yeah. Like, I feel I feel even though like I want things to go back to normal, I feel less overwhelmed now, and I don't think I want want to go like right now. I would feel like I would want to go back to that overwhelmed state of um, the way we were before the the pandemic. And eventually, I go back to that. But I'm like, there's things about this right now that I actually kind of like. Yeah, and other times when it's like been the worst time of my life too. So. That's totally fair. And I, I'm yeah. more worried about the transition back into normalcy. Because, like, I hate being bored and I hate not working. Like, I like to stay busy. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of, like, starting a new job, like. Yeah. 
like adjusting back to like not being home all the time, not sleeping in, not like doing things on my own terms, even though those terms are shitty and I'm doing a shitty job of it. Like I'm online jobs. Like I was surprised by, um, I was looking for jobs today and like, uh, uh, I got an interview coming out tomorrow. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's like, there is stuff out there. There uh, is. Yeah. Glamorous. But I mean, if you have, uh, some like business background experience, there's like, that's geared towards more like remote work anyways, you know, it's probably, you probably have transferable skills. So yeah. When, when they say like recession and depression and stuff like that, it's like bad, but it's like, how bad can it really, I, I shouldn't say that actually. Who knows what the fuck? I think, well, I mean, I think what is cool is a lot of businesses are adopting, um, you know. Well, like, their- why is it that we have all these, like, I, I used to work with this, like, software company doing, like, uh, customer support, and and um, I was like, why do I, like, we could all, all, all work remotely, and yeah. all our aggression was tracked by the system, so you can see graphs of your productivity, and, and but people who came into the office and, you know, uh, just kind of showed face all, you know, uh, advanced more than people who didn't. That's what I like notice, right? So mm-hmm. it's why um, we're like spending all this money to like commute into these jobs like that, that could totally be done at home. But there's mm-hmm. just office, this mentality that you need to have like an office for like a business to function. Cause you gotta like show off how many people are in your company like when you like they would always just have us there like a lot of the time i felt like my job was absolutely you know bullshit right like you could pretty much get all the days work done in four hours if you just sat down and went for it but yeah. they would just bring people around like if they wanted investors be like look at this operation we have like here's this idiot who <laughs> just sucks at his job was this a call center uh oh man i probably if i'm looking for work right now i should have oh, <laughs> Uh, this was in the past. This. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is before. Yes. I learned. Um, I I really appreciate things more now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, I think I think I was, a lot of people. I was actually really. This is a comedy podcast. Let's. It's comedy podcast. Well, I mean, I, I was pretty good at Joy job. I feel that though because I think a lot of people are going to be expecting to. I think I I, saw, I read a stat somewhere that was like. 69% of people will want to come from home or something like that. I, maybe that number just came to my mind. <laughs> but in the 60s, some percentage. Um, yeah. I think expect- I saw the same one. You know what? I think it's 58%. I think I read Damn that. Damn it. I was 10 off more. 58. Let's see what the num- uh, angel number for 58 Oh, is. my God. We're we just looking up angel numbers. We should, we should look up 69, too, see what that means. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That means Six. you're a whore. Angel number 69 means. <laughs> See, it seems like there's, like, they just, these seem all made up. I, I know. Angel number 69, changing fortunes are in the air to make things better. Oops, I clicked off the wrong thing. Changing for- fortunes are in the air to make things better. But the number helps you uplift your life through refocusing your goals. So vague. Yeah, it's all so vague. Do you believe in horoscopes or like tarot cards or anything like that? No, I gotta say I don't. I think it's fun though. Yeah? Oh, do you think it's fun? Oh, oh I think it's I, I think I, I wouldn't say like I would 
like spend time doing it but no i think you know it's like um ouija boards and stuff like that that stuff's all fun Fun it's stuff. fun in the sense that it's like it's something to. So you got a little too excited. I didn't want to be like. I know. I mean I that did. world. I didn't want to like get your hopes up or anything. Well, no, well, most I would. I will just say that's like the most positive response from almost any guy I've asked. Really. About like, because people know. are people are either like they hate it, they think it's utter bullshit, or like, or they're a woman who's like really into it. It's like cards for women, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the way you guys tell stories. There's no real like, point to it. There's no real start or end, but it's like all about emotions and feelings, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's all for, like, it's all for women. I hate saying this because I fall right into the category, but it's all truly, like, t- crystals, tarot cards, like, all of this. It's all for women who are just, like, looking for something, you know? Like, they're looking for answers, and then they're told these vague things, and they kind of, they wrap their uh, mind around what they want to hear, and they, they, they hear what they want to hear, and that's what I hate about it. Like, I really want to go to a tarot card reading where they're like, that guy you're into just doesn't like you back. Uh, you know what it is? It's like, therapy costs $100 an hour, but then, like, like uh, a psychic is like 25 bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'll just go to maybe, maybe this person will solve my problems. You know what Pretty I mean? much. Pretty Probably much. should go to a psychiatrist, but it's like, it's just like, you get a pack of tarot cards for like 10 bucks off eBay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you'd be shocked though, but with some tarot card readers, they charge, like, they can charge up to 100 an hour. Like, really? Oh, yeah, it's pricey. Like, I mean, if you want to go to wow. a good one, um, you got to pay. Is- uh, really? Is there any like local celebrities like or the the big uh, tarot card person? I've been looking forever because I would love to have a psychic or an astrologer on that was the issue is is like finding someone who can be funny about it. Like I don't want to get someone who's like soup takes themselves too seriously. Like yeah. I I kind of want someone to be really like rooted in like reality and be like, bitch you go after guys that aren't good for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just say it like it is rather than, like, be like, the spirit guides are telling me that you're a per Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's finding the right the right person, right, to, to do Have it. Have you ever thought about getting, like, a big bag of fortune cookies and just sitting down and just crack until <laughs> they find, like... Until I find the answer I want? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you get to eat cookies. You <laughs> will get fucked again at some point. Yeah. Why, okay, here's here's this business I want to do. Um, why why isn't there like chocolate chip fortune cookies or Oreo fortune cookies? Like some sort of like fortune cookie that's good. Because they're not hollow. You need you can't eat, risk eating the paper. Yeah, but what if they did like no? But I'm saying they bend the cookies up like the current fortune. You know what I mean? So it's like oh. like a, like this would involve some sort of science, right? Or something yes. sort of like you know those like um restaurants which are like where they have science and food like molecular gastronomy yes that where they like have all the beakers and shit like that get those people to do it and get like a like a a wafer thin chocolate chip cookie and put notes into that's what i want or like that would be delicious what about an oreo that was like so thin there was still like cream in it and then it was like big oh my gosh wrapped around the thing that would be amazing and then right. put little messages of hope for all the hopeless people. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in there, 
Oh, that would be really good. There's no one's tried to do anything with a fortune cookie. Did you, did you look up different types of fortune cookies? You know, you know what? I'm saying this now, but I bet you can, there's insane fortune cookies. Different types of fortune cookies. I mean, three flavors, traditional vanilla, orange. What? Okay, but these just look like regular fortune cookies. They're just flavored differently. Okay, I'm really stoned right now because I just Googled, <laughs> I just Googled different varieties. <laughs> That's all I just... <laughs> Sometimes I'll type into Google like what I'm saying out loud. This is really weird. Okay, um, the first one is some, like, it looks like some sort of like cell phone company ad from like the Caribbean. The third one down, it just list of mango uh, cultivators. Oh, I see that mango varieties. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why do mangoes come up? There's a lot of mangoes. You know what? Different I'm types of mint. I want to try the full. <laughs> Dude, this is actually a great Wikipedia page. Can I like web share this or something? You can. Um... Let's look at different kinds of mangoes. Hold on, I, I don't. Uh, I think I can screen share. Yeah, try yeah. to try to screen share. Yeah, here we go. I really hope I don't have a weird tab open or something. Yeah, okay. I might as well take you on. Yeah, do you see this? I just see black so far. Is it actually working? Let me I'm actually. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, 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 there we go. go. Yep, working now. See, okay. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> These are all the different mangoes. I never even realized that there were so many. Look how many there are. I do love mangoes. Look, the Gary. <laughs> the Gary. There's the like Gary one mango is, consider, is considered delicious by many with a hint of coconut flavor. That would be delicious. Considered very susceptible to anthracnose. That must be some uh, mango talk. <laughs> Mango talk. It's going to have a fair child. I like the sound of that. <laughs> the Fazly. Fazly? I love how some of them are just named, like, names of people. Duncan. Duncan. Edward. This is insane. Go was patented by uh, David Sturrock. I don't know if I'm, I think I'm dyslexic. It's really hard to read stuff aloud. Um, yeah. In West Palm Beach, uh, the patents expired, so open seas on the Duncan Mango. <laughs> oh wow! Very disease resistant. So weird. Fucking weird. Do you ever click a random article on Wikipedia? <sighs> no, I haven't. Have you ever? Have you ever? You know that? Look at the sidebar that no one ever looks at. I never even looked at the sidebar. What's random? random? Ricado Rojo is a popular blend of spices, uh, strongly associated with Mexican and Brazilian or uh, cuisine. Mexican cuisines. Do it. Can you do it again? See what else we got. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Because it's A O A X A C A. Oaxaca. Yeah. Oh. Thomas Croft and Croker. Who's this guy? What did he do? 
That's Irish. Uh, it's like, that's not really much of a title, right? I know. <laughs> what does this mean? Antiquary? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> We're dumb. <laughs> a term for antiquarian? <laughs> Just keep clicking. <laughs> a person who studies or collects antiques. So this guy was so famous for collecting antiques in the 1800s. He's got us on Wikipedia. That's hilarious. That's such a boring thing to be known for. Yeah, but this guy's like got citations. Have, are, have you ever Googled yourself? Oh, you want to know something crazy? I'll show you right now. Oh, Nicholas. Yeah, I got a really obscure last name. And one of the only people with my name is... A sex offender. Oh, God. Are we both looking at this? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. I used to have him on Facebook. We're like the same age. You used to have him on Facebook? Where? Yeah, before he committed his crimes. Because you were named twins and you added each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was like no other Nick Marnellas. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? All right. Well, yeah. that sucks for old Nick. Are you, are you the same age? 87? Yeah. Same year as me. Really? 33, feeling free. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So I was born in November, so I'm still 32. Okay. So that's what's your astrology sign? Scorps. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Scorpio. I, lo- I do love Scorpios. I have nothing bad yeah? to say. Yeah, I have no- not- nothing bad to say about Scorpios. Uh, other than they're oh, yeah. emotional and um, they throw temper tantrums sometimes. Do you like to throw temper tantrums? Uh, yeah, I can, I can have a little time to change them. That's for sure. I yeah. do too. And I hate when I catch myself doing it. I know. I know. I've been, it's been exacerbated by this whole experience, but, um, try to like get in Zen mode, you know? What do you do to calm down? What do you do? What do you, what's your self care? How do you like to uh, relax? Definitely going for a bike ride through the woods is amazing. Um, it's nice. Smoking some weed. What else? I like to take a long shower. Oh, man, I'll stay in there forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big part of my day right now is, uh, is the shower. Just you standing know, in the shower. Process. Yeah. <laughs> what about baths? You know what? Like, I like the whole idea of bathing. I think it's like, very luxurious, you know? Everyone's kind of, you know... Um, like, I, I went to like this like, Turkish-style bath in um, when I went to uh, Georgia in, in Central Asia and uh, it's like these old chambers and you go in and there's like hot water coming from underground and like marble things and it's just like it's a very it's a cool thing to do but I find like there's too much preparation for a bath because I always want to like I want to like smoke some weed but like drink a drink while I'm doing it but like also have a movie going or something oh wow like, it's a whole, like, if I'm going to do it, I probably do it once every couple months, but it's like a whole ordeal. You know what it I mean? Is. It is. You're right. <laughs> it's like, if I'm going to get in a bath, I want to be having every pleasure sensor stimulate as many of the experiences going at once. I want yep. like, to be like Madonna in there with like <laughs> the petals and the milk and you're talking about the great equalizer. I've heard about this Madonna bath. I haven't seen it yet, though. Really? This Madonna bathtub video. What is she saying in the video? She's creepy. She's just in the bathtub, and she's like, 
curls up like a gremlin and and she's like talking about this. She's like, we can watch. Do you want to just watch it? That's yeah, can thing. we watch it? Yeah, I'll put it on right now. Make sure to click the share computer audio when you when you hit screen share. Oh, okay. So that I can hear the sound because you have to click that. Okay, let's go to it's really fucking it's so creepy. And she looks I've like never we- seen this. I've only heard people talk about it. I mean I wouldn't put it past her to do do something like this. Um, okay, so how do I get the how do I get your audio? So click screen, screen share. share and then do you see something like near the bottom with a check mark that says like share computer audio? Uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Click make sure that's clicked. And then there. There we go. We're good. So, what's your first impression? That's Madonna. Oh, my God. COVID-19 doesn't build up. (laughs) How rich you are. Hold on. Let me me do this with subs. We need to get a... It doesn't doesn't even look like her. I know, right? What the heck? It looks like Miley Cyrus. It looks like some weird Miley, like alien Miley Cyrus. What is happening? That's so bizarre. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about how rich you are. Yeah, it does. <laughs> how famous you are. How funny you are. How smart you are. Where you live. How old you are. What amazing stories you can tell. It's the great equalizer. And what's terrible about it is what's great about it. My God. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. <laughs> God. It's like... What's terrible is what... In a fucking... One of those bathtubs with the claw feet, right? She's ridiculous. Wow. Ooh, and like nothing she, was, nothing was say, she was saying was like overly profound either. No. Not at all. And like, yeah, it does matter if you're rich because you can afford to get tested and you can yeah, afford. Yeah, you also don't have to be around a bunch of people. Yeah. Be isolated yeah. in your mansions. Yeah. Yeah, that, that um, video where Arnold Schwarzenegger's got like miniature ponies in his kitchen. He's like, just stay yes. people, just relax. The winter's home sucks. I can only imagine if I was still living in, I had a basement apartment in Toronto that had a window that was like this big. And when I looked out of it, it just like looked all out onto a driveway. And like the ceilings were like this high. So wow. it was, um, if, if I was, if I was still living in Toronto now, if I didn't move, that would have sucked. That would have been the worst. And so many people in Toronto have like a thousand roommates too. Yeah. Yeah. I had no roommates though. Oh, it was, really? It was this dang basement bachelor apartment. It just like, I would have went insane. I'd be going insane. Yeah, that I often wonder, like, because I'm alone and I feel like I'm going crazy, and I'm like, would I, would I want a roommate though? Would I? I don't know. I don't know what's worse and what's better in yeah. this quarantine, honestly. Because um, I'm an well, extrovert the, the, and I'm going crazy. Like, I'm going really. The worst crazy. thing about it is like worrying about someone else's shit, right? Like, you gotta like, you're almost like worried concern for them too true no like it's um and their stupid decisions they might make yeah 
I think that, yeah, I don't know. I just want this to be over. Like, I'm just so, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm so done. I want to, like, I don't know. Even just, like, hanging out with friends. Like, I miss that so much. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this situation. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, comedy. <laughs> how did you, uh, how did you get into it? Like, was this something that you always wanted to do? Hey, can I get a glass of water before? No, nope, not allowed. Really? Not allowed, not allowed to drink water on this oh, podcast. No? I'm just joking. Go Parched. <laughs> Go dry. All right. I'll be back in two seconds. Hold yeah. that thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydration. Yes. Hydration. You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like we're all in like Scandinavian prison cells. <laughs> right? I you know. know. We have those nice prisons over there. Yes. Like you have a TV and stuff. Uh, connect with one another. Yeah, it's really, it's, Zoom calls are weird because you can see into people's homes. And I have this like wide webcam so you can really see mm. like everything here. Oh, oh, in your home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see, I don't see your whole house. <laughs> are you in a well, house or an apartment? It's an apartment. Okay, cool. But yeah, I know, but like, let, so let's go back to like early Nick times. What were you, was comedy something you always uh, wanted to do? Like, was there a moment that you realized that you were like, I'm going to try stand up or? Um, I had no real interest in stand up at all before I tried it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, like, wanted to do, like, I wrote some jokes and stuff, but I wanted to do, like, sketch and TV writing, and, but I just, like, didn't know anybody, because I, like, you know, like, a lot of people who grow up here, they'll go to school here, too, right? Mm -hmm. Because, um, it's just a university town, um, so, when I was, like, you know, I want to do sketches. I love like Mr. Show and that kind of thing and uh, Kids in the Hall. And that's like I want what I want to do. And so um, I started going to, uh, I went to like a television production class at ISCC and, uh, and I wanted to do like film and I like took a couple of classes at um, SMU for it and stuff. But then I realized like there's just like no industry here for it. Like I got, a, I actually got a job and it was working on one of Jonathan Torrance TV shows, like the same company that did it. Like, oh, nice. And there was like, um, like I wasn't working directly on a show, but it was all in the same building. And um, I was just doing like PA work uh, at uh, Arcadia in Halifax. And what I realized is that everybody that was working on them, like the writing staff for the show was like some sort of like comedian or improv person or like, Right. So it's like, oh, if you want to do comedy, you like kind of got to do it. And then, like, I didn't know anybody who was in doing sketch in Halifax. Like, Pigment Face was going on on time. That was really cool. But, like, I just didn't know anybody in that world. And I didn't really like improv that much. So I didn't want to do that. So, um, yeah, a guy in my uh, class at this, this program I was doing was doing stand up. And they just uh, they opened the Yuck Yucks. Like, I think this is like when it was opening or it was pretty much brand new. So, uh, I like tried it and I like bombed, but like everyone was laughing at me cause it was so bad. Oh and my I, gosh. Like, really drunk. And so I, um, I, uh, I didn't do it for a year and a half. And then, oh, oh my gosh. then, uh, then I, um, 
wow, I got my timelines mixed up. That TV thing happened after, but that's oh, okay. when I that I had to like go full out and do like stand up. Like I tried it uh, uh, when I first tried it was like way before when I was in school, and then after I was working, that's when I realized that I had to, uh, you know, perform on some capacity just in order to like network and meet people and just be, be up there. So yeah, it didn't really turn out to be what I was expecting. Like, you know, if I grew up in, I guess you can always write. That's the thing. I'd always be like, I want to be a writer, but I would never write anything. You know, mm-hmm. I just sketch some jokes out. So it's also way easier to be a comedian because it's like, it's like, it's immediate gratification. Yeah. And you don't have to really do a lot. Like you got, you got to write stuff, but it's not like you're like sending drafts of screen. Oh, it's like compressed like, writing. Yeah. Like it's like taking ideas and like just cutting it down into something that's quick and. Yeah. Like I'll have all the jot notes for the jokes or whatever. And I'll like type them out to like think of like new ideas, but it's not like I got to like present my notes to people. Like right. it'd be terrifying to show somebody like my. Like, like a writer's room situation. No, just like, just looking at my, it would just be like, just the, just like weird stuff in like notebooks right like that yeah for people to see i'm always fascinated with that process of like how comedians like write down their jokes and like develop them i'm like because everyone's so different like it's like the actual jokes sometimes don't even it's not like i have a like a document or something maybe some people do where the where the joke goes when it's done it's kind of like just a thing that's like I kind of, when I write, it's kind of like, I just write the joke over again or I'll like write down another thing, but I just, the act of writing is more important than the actual, just going back and reviewing it usually. Right. Right. I don't right. really look at my notes that much, which is weird, but writing it is like important for the creative process. So you must, are you good? Like you're good at memorizing that, I bet. Yeah. I'm way better at memorizing. Yeah. I don't really, like when I um, perform, if I had a bunch of words, written on paper then like I just would I'm like a bit dyslexic or something so it's like takes me I have to like sit down stop think read it first and then like start reading it like right. when I start when I start reading a sentence it'll just start jumping all over the like I'll, I'll skip to the next word it just gets all messed up really easily you know? right you but, yeah you might have some, some dys- dyslexia in you yeah because I used to like really suck in school but for yeah. like real reason, like I understood everything they were talking about, but when it came to like writing it out or like reading the assignments and shit, like I, I like I, I got everything from like when they were doing lectures and stuff like that, but not when it actually came to studying material or like writing it out. So like I'm pretty good at writing now, but that's only because I like practice at it. So right, right. Do you remember your worst show? Um. Oh my god. Probably. Oh, there's your cat. There's my cat. Uh, there she is. Definitely. It was when I first got to England and I went to this like town called Stoke, like Stoke on Trent. And um, I just ate it, but the audience was so tough. Like it was a bunch of like British truck drivers and they just started like ripping on me so hard and I lost them right off the top. And I was only supposed to do 10 minutes, but then some guy didn't show up. So they made me do 20. It wasn't Aww. even hot. And it was just like, it was people. <sighs> There are just fucked. Like it's like when it's it's just some of the most 
terrifying just people that were in this town in this like one comedy club and uh um like i had a joke about going to the gym and it was like he's like the only gym that's uh the only gym you know is up your ass and he went like that and just like everyone started like laughing at his joke and i was like oh my god i didn't really understand their heckles because i wasn't fully you know in tune with the uh the accent yet so it's like (laughs) somebody would say something and everyone would start laughing and you want to like you're supposed to, you know, that's your opportunity to do a comeback or like whatever. But I literally just didn't even know what he was saying. Cause some of the accents are so thick. So thick. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been over to the UK, so I have no idea what it's like over there. It's, um, it's very strange. It's very cramped. That's the one thing I noticed. Like we just have more space in general here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, everything's occupied. I, I was just thinking about that. Like, Every time you go down a street, it's like there's walls everywhere because it's just these narrow roads with with buildings on the side. But it's always like like two or three story continuous housing. There's no like breaks or fields. Like every single space is occupied. So just like when you look, you don't really look around too often anywhere in the UK, and it's like landscapes. Unless you're like in a rural village area, like everything is kind of very efficient and all the spaces are occupied. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's really bizarre. Interesting. Yeah. Is, is there like a, a place over there that you really dig and like a lot, like a city or? Well, I lived in Manchester for about a year. I was uh, supposed to move to London, but um, you know, so uh, there's one town in Manchester's in the North. Right. And then there's like, it's like northwest and then a little bit south is Wales, but right on the border there's a town called Chester and it's like gorgeous. And it's like that old Tudor housing with the you know the white with the uh the uh it's like white plaster with uh like the wooden panels on it. Like yes. housing. It's just like all these um rows of those houses. It looks like something from Oliver Twist and just oh, these full wow. like buildings and it's just like one of the most amazing in the entire city is a Roman has a, this uh, wall around it from like Roman area and these like canals and stuff like that. It's like, there's some of the grossest, most down cities I've ever seen in my entire life. They're like almost like third world looking. And then just other places that are just like, Oh my God, like every, storybook. every, like every doorway here would be the most historic cherished, like piece of architecture in Halifax or, any other North American city and just like this entire city is like made of them. You know what I mean? God damn. That's crazy. Do you think you'll go back? Um, I don't really, I don't know. I don't see the point at this right now. It's too mm-hmm. hard to say. I mean, maybe I'm, I just, the amount of money I spent going over there and then, you know, having to relocate again and just be like, dude, it'd be too much. I think. Yeah. I think it might be done. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, it's so uncertain. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for everybody. Um, I was listening to your album. Um, oh, yeah? I love that bit about, uh, like, doing comedy at the, like, the sex party or the orgy. Was it an orgy or a sex party? Uh, I guess they're kind of the same thing. It was like, uh, it was like a sex club. That's crazy. Yeah, in Toronto. That's insane. Yeah, it was, uh, there's like a lot of those like weird swingers clubs and stuff like that in, uh, in, in Ontario. Yeah, they're everywhere. 
Not anymore. I was thinking about that the other day too. I was like, holy shit, that's, it's going to be take a long time before people are going to be doing that kind of thing. Maybe, maybe this was like, maybe they're like, I'm not a religious person, but maybe now I'm trying to think maybe God is real. And you're just like, all right, everyone stop. No more, no more. No more stuff. fucking. No more, uh, you know, just everyone chill out. No one's fighting. I think that's good. Right. Well, like, yeah. Are, 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 we, are we doing wars in COVID? Is there <laughs> war going on right now? I don't know. I think it might have been created by Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like oh. maybe Zoom started this to get everybody on their uh, their app. Well, no, let's face it. If anyone did, it was Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah. Right. I actually, I actually think all these things will come back. It's just a matter of when. Um, How come there's no Bezos started COVID? Bezos did COVID. You should, I, you should start it. That's the next, like, Epstein killed himself. Bezos did COVID. Send out a tweet. Start that shit up. I was okay. going to ask you about your fucking, um, you have a big following on Instagram. You have a lot of followers. Yeah, that's just uh, my friend had this, uh, this account thing where it's, like, not bots, but it's, like, a bunch of guys in Morocco. <laughs> he was paying for just, follow, like, you know when you just, like, follow people and they yeah. follow you back? So he, um, that was a few years ago and he was like, yeah, I got this thing that just gets you tons of followers on Facebook or Instagram. Cause it was like when it was new and I was like, and my friend had like a 45,000 followers. I was like, Oh man, I want that. And he signed me up. And then it was just like, I just started getting like insane amount of followers. Wow. <laughs> all people from like, it was all people from like Nigeria and like Sierra Leone and, and people from like Iraq and just these random countries and just like so it's just like if you look at the numbers like I'm just in like Nigeria I'm just huge yeah well hey I mean like there you go like it's a lot of work like I, I'm trying to grow intoxicated following now and there and I'm just manually doing it myself going through and like I'm an expert stalker now I'm just like anyone with comedy in their name follow them anyone who's liked a picture of a comedy show follow them like I'm I'm going in and I'm targeting people yeah. And I'm like, okay, now I understand why there's jobs in social media because I could easily do this all hard. Day. It's yeah, hard. The thing that, yeah, the, that thing where it's like those algorithms or uh, I don't know what they're called, but they, they pretty much banned the, the, the software. Like it got to a point where I just like opened the app and it said your account is like. Um, Shadow banned? Yeah, there was like, I got some warning, so I had to turn it off and. Um, then they, they, it's like account management software. They don't allow that anymore. So it was kind of like back in the wild west of uh, social media. Like, oh, wow. Like when you could like buy followers and stuff like that. It doesn't really mean anything because like when I post something, it's, it's the actual amount of people who really follow me on the internet. It's like that's kind of more um, – uh, like the amount of likes I get are, are more equivalent. I, I guess it doesn't show the likes anymore, does it? It doesn't, but you can click and count them if you really want to. Like it, it, it'll just oh, say like, shit. yeah, it'll just say like, oh, Sarah shit. liked your photo and others. Ugh. And then you just click the others. Oh, I should have lied. I should have lied to you and be like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm pretty big deal. But you know what? Like it's so, I, I have such a love hate relationship with Instagram because I love it for so many reasons. But I fucking hate these, like, spammy accounts that will just comment, like, 
great content, bro. Keep it up. Like on your, I, I got to be, help me become a local influencer. Cause like, if you, if you were full and you're like tech savvy, I'm pretty tech savvy, but I'm also people like, probably, people probably think I'm a big dog with all my, with all my like Nigerian and fucking Uzbeki followers, you know, you got a lot. Like you have, yeah. like I'm, I've been this. on the struggle bus trying just to get to a thousand. Yeah, no, it was like, you used to be able to get a ton of followers. Um, and then, and then it's, uh, so it's not, it's not you. It's the, it's the, it's the system. Yeah. If you want followers, you gotta, gotta get on like fucking TikTok, but you gotta be like 13 to do that. <laughs> I did one TikTok, uh, lip syncing to, uh, uh, Kathleen, one of Kathleen McGee's jokes from her album. Oh yeah. How'd that go? Uh. I just, I did it to wish her happy. I did it, honestly, I did it for Kathleen because um, it was her birthday. Did you, get, did you get like a lot of views? I don't think so. But I, with TikTok, like, here's the thing with TikTok. I just don't know how to make the videos yet. Like, I just haven't actually yeah. figured out how to curate. Like, I have a lot of funny ideas. I have this idea for like a little sketch thing I want to do. And I might be able to put it on TikTok, but I want it to be um, podcaster tries cam girling for the first time. And it'll oh, yeah. just it'll just be me alone on screen, being like, just uh, I'm just waiting for people to join. Yeah. Like like just and then, and then like and then they start saying dirty things to me, but then I start questioning them like a podcaster. <laughs> I have. Do you like, want to do um? You want to do the uh cam uh? You want to be a cam girl and do a podcast? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, like, that's what the video will be. Not in real life. Uh, I, I don't think I could do webcamming in real life. Like, sexy webcamming. I don't... I, I feel like... It, I, no. Like, the posting pictures and having people pay for them, that I could do. But the mm-hmm. live camming... Yeah, it's weird. And also, a lot of these bitches, just, they just talk and then show a boob every now and then. Um, I think it's, it's, it sounds like it's a lot... It's, um, it sounds like a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of mental energy, like, like talking and conversing with people, yeah. um, developing a relationship with them to a point where they trust you and they want to come back and pay you. Like, it's a lot of, a lot of, like, I fucking kudos to anyone who does it. I don't think I could. Uh, yeah. and I've done comedy live streams. Oh yeah. Like going back to Twitch, like, um, I do a lot of live streaming for the podcast and, uh, the weirdest comments that I've got have been from Twitch. Okay, that's when you need to get the uh, your your business standpoint. You got to get the um, you got to the followers from Twitch, right? Yeah. Then they want to see the pictures of your boob or whatever. It's all a funnel. What uh? What what's like? What do you do on Twitch? Just well, this? I every now and then, like sometimes I'll live stream. Uh, sometimes I'll I'll put these recordings live. Not all the time, but sometimes. They don't play video games or anything. Uh no, well. There's like categories on there. There's like a just chatting category where it's like talk shows and podcasts and stuff like this. Oh. There's an, like ASMR is really big on Twitch. I love ASMR. Not everyone does. It's an acquired. I don't get. I don't got that thing that makes you. You don't have the thingy. No. I it's, do, and it, I love it. Fucking aluminum foil in front of you, and then you like fall on the ground. You're like, it's like <laughs> or right? well, it doesn't make you calm or anything, but it. Uh, no, but no one catnip. Like catnip. It's like you get kind of, you hallucinate or whatever. 
Yeah. Oh, well, that, but that's, uh, it's weird that you mentioned hallucinate because like one thing that this quarantine has done for me is it's make, making me want to try mushrooms. Yeah. I've never done them. Uh, it's a nice um, way to like clear out your, your cobwebs in your brain, you know? Is, th- is that what it does? Clears out the cobwebs? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Housekeeping, mental housekeeping. Well, like just the idea of like, like seeing things and stuff used to really terrify me. And now I'm like, nah, I, I could deal with that. I don't think you really see things on mushrooms. You more see like, kind of like get wavy, kind of like going on. In, yeah, like the camera just goes in another focus, right? Like it's kind of more like things like around, like just the things you're seeing around, like shifting around, but not like, like not like a pink bunny jumps to the wall. It starts like running around your head. Or right. Okay. So it's not as extreme as, as I probably think it is. No. Um, yeah. I'm like but, around so many comedians all the time that I'm like, you don't know how mushrooms work? What are you? Like, <laughs> I know. But, but the, that's the thing. I, yeah. I've never done them because I'm like, when you only hang out with drug addicts, you're like, you don't know. You don't, you don't know what hallucinations are like on mushrooms. All right. I have no, I, and, and I feel like I'm Good. doing a disgrace to life by having never tried them. Yeah. yeah you might like them. I don't know. Yeah. I done, well, I don't really have the urge anymore. I did, I did it. And then, you know, I've, it's not like I did it once and I was like, that's enough. But it was like, there's teenagers and then in my twenties a bit, but then it's just like, I loved it. And then it just like, I would do it like every few months and then it got, the gaps got bigger. And now I don't really have a whole, um, I don't really have a desire anymore. Kind of yeah, like time. Do you have a, is there, um, do you have any vices that like help you deal with life? Like, uh, other that's, like weed? is it weed? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's your thing. What else counts as advice? I mean, it's a good question. Like, I think, I think it's usually typically it's like either booze, sex, drugs, <laughs> Yeah, those things are great. <laughs> I don't like All the booze. three, please. Yeah, booze is good. I, no, I, I I stopped drinking. I find yeah. um, that makes sex worse. Everyone everyone wants to get drunk and have booze, have booze, and then have sex. But I think it just makes sex more difficult. Oh, I'll, you mean I'll, like drunk sex makes it more difficult? Yeah. Absolutely. You can, you I can. hate yeah. I hate drunk. Like it's not good. I think like maybe a couple drinks, but yeah, no, not drunk. Sure. No, but like I find like most of the time, you know, you, by the time two people are willing enough to have sex with complete strangers, you know, yeah, probably not. Even if you're not like you're like blackout or like puking or anything, but it's just like you're not going to perform well, you know? Nope, absolutely not. Yeah, it is um, a nerve wracking experience. Yeah, um, which is why I. I I like to like know someone a bit. Sure. You know, like that kind of excites me more than strangers. Uh, Cause it's strangers. It's nerd. That's why you got to get drunk. It's, I think it'd be really weird for two people to just kind of be like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> hi. All right. We're gonna, let's go have that sex. I, 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 okay. I actually like, I had a fivesome in December. Oh, with- Nice. <laughs> yeah, with with two couples, and it was kind of like that. Yeah, kind of. I knew one couple better than the other couple. The other couple was a total stranger. Oh, really? It was just like, well, they're attractive. Uh, was it fun? Uh, it was. 
Yeah. I mean, like, there was fun moments. I, I truly felt like because it was two couples that I was just a tool for both of them. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that they were, they both walked out of that experience feeling like stronger, but I was like, I'm going home alone. So this wasn't as fun for me. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. That's the thing. You're like, all right, we'll see you guys. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it was, it was weird. It was, it, it was like, a, like, like kind of like what you said, not, not a sex club, but it was like a sex party. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it took a lot for me to like come out of my shell. I felt like an awkward like girl at a new school. Mm-hmm. Like the and actually literally there were lockers. Like there were what lockers it, what, that you put your stuff in. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay, so it was kind of like probably like the place in Toronto. Yeah, it's like you go in. Were you there just like, hey, can I like put a finger somewhere, guys? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but it, it was weird because everyone was so respectful. Like it was very uh-huh. respectful and like no one really hit on me, but I saw all eyes staring at me like the whole time. Cause I was told if, I, if you go as like a lone female, like your guys are going to be looking at you. Yeah. Like, like you have your pick of the litter. Like if you, like if you're a lone female going into that, you have the pick of the litter. Like you can choose whatever guy you want and go. I'd uh, imagine. <laughs> And, and I felt so awkward. So I was like, I'll just stay with the couple that I came with. And then we met another couple. And then, um, I you think came with them. you came with them. You left with them. I actually didn't come. I don't think anyone came. Oh my God. Wow. That sounds, uh, <laughs> doesn't sound very good. Just, it was just a lot of stuff going on. And I don't, I don't think that the, anyone had an orgasm. I think wow. we were all too nervous. Yeah. Should have started small. A lot of the guys, uh, I hate saying this in case he listens, but like, I do think that like, there was a, it was so hot that like, we got nervous, all of us. Hot, like, like they had the temperature up too high? That, and it was just, it was five attractive people. Like, all naked, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it was intimidating. Sensory overload, like I've like I've never had a threesome. I just jumped right to five. Like I didn't. Yeah, you went you went too high. You, you like you you start you got to start on like what is it like with um you were going for like black diamond sex like you were going for like you got to start with like the blue square or whatever it is. Yes. Ski, Bunny Hill. Work yeah. your way up. Work your way up. Like I think the best situation for a sex party is to go there with a hookup buddy. Yeah bring someone with you and then see what happens. Cause like, I'd love to have a threesome. I just don't want to have a threesome with a fucking couple, you know, like, cause then you're always the odd person out. Mm-hmm. You will, you will not feel as included instantly. You, despite uh, what they do. The, you're, it's, it's, you're, you're the third wheel. It's just a different situation. Whereas if you're with a couple, it doesn't matter if you're like at dinner with them or going on a road trip or, try to have sex with both of them. If, if you're the, if you're the third wheel, you're the third wheel. It's going to yep. be awesome. I will say though, I highly encourage like sex parties and stuff like that because it does set up, it, it does set it up very easily that there's no awkwardness. It's you, just, you, you better like, not be on uh, endorsing sex parties right now. That's not, uh, not right now. That's true. I keep forgetting. I think it's a defense mechanism that I'm, I'm just yeah. like, Oh no, everything is okay, but it's not okay. Um, after this is over and the virus is like totally gone and people can 
fuck strangers again, then go do it. There you go. Be safe, everybody. Don't exchange bodily fluids with, with people who you don't know are uh, COVID-free. Yeah, you don't know where they've been. Yeah, it's uh, not going to be good. Man, it's real sad. I have no idea when uh, single people are going to be able to fuck again. It's... I think, you know what? Bleak. I think like... Um... I don't know. It's just it's just so hard to say, right? Ugh. Yeah. You can also get it from going to uh it's like it's like an S T D but like <laughs> you can give it to people anybody. You just give it to them by getting it. You know what I mean? That's the I guess it is a virus, but it's like imagine if you if you like got, got chlamydia and then everyone you went around you're touching like lamp poles. it's almost like like hp it's like the the more deadly hpv because hpv is something that like everybody you can get hpv by just like kissing somebody no one no one's even talking about hpv right now (laughs) yeah that's like the baby kitten of viruses hospital with hpv (laughs) they're like get the fuck out of here (laughs) like everyone has it we all have it yeah, but like, yeah, no, it's it's funny because I went in, I, there was a time during this quarantine where I went into a spiral of like researching articles about, is it safe to bang right oh, now? I've done that a million times too. It's just like, well, they always, they, it's like you read like a 500 words and they're like, just go jerk off. Like, That's not <laughs> I, know. I fucking hate that. It's not the same thing. Everyone's reading the same articles, trying to figure it out. Same every time. Well, the, and and from what I've seen, there's no consistent answer on yeah. whether it's safe or not. But, you know, here's the thing I was thinking about, too, though. It's like all the information you're reading about that kind of stuff is like by the CDC, where it's like New York or some super densely populated area. Like I was, I was, I was listening to the state of Rhode Island has like one of the highest rates of infection. And they have this, it's the same population is Nova Scotia, but there's like way, I, I don't know the exact percent, but there's like tons more race of infection just because it's such a densely populated area. So all the information you're hearing is like, you know, created an environment where they're taking that into consideration. So it's like, I think Nova Scotia is like, or, you know, we're pretty isolated here still. So it's not as bad as like, it's not as bad here. Yeah. That's very true. I don't know. I don't know. So, but and again, it's that's the thing. There's not. It's not like there's enough testing to really know what's going on. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate it, and yeah. I hate that. And and I just don't know. It it just it's, it's just a weird thing having your life on hold and like you truly don't know what's going to happen. You just got like take it day by day. Yeah. Um Are you like? Have you do you have any like new hobbies that you've taken up during this time? Or like yeah. anything, any what? What is that? I was trying to growing, figure out what that was it's earlier. Ten. What is it? I'm growing pot in there. Oh my god! I saw this on your Instagram. So you're growing pot. Yeah, I got some birds in there. See what actually What? Whoa! That is so cool. So. Damn. See that? There's like um, it's got a little plant there. It's actually growing a lot. But That's amazing. I got a humidifier in there, and then it just goes out the window. 
so is that is that like a is that um what's the word i don't have a green thumb but like is it time consuming and like do you have to do a lot of work to maintain that or no and that's the thing i uh i haven't been finding this to be very difficult <laughs> I find it very time consuming and i think everyone who's saying it's difficult and time consuming are stoners right <laughs> like, or they're stoned a, yeah if you smoke a disabilitating amount of weed like if you're just wrecked in your mind growing up plants gonna seem very difficult and you're gonna have to, like fuck it up and stuff maybe a lot maybe, of things will seem difficult maybe i'm speaking too soon but i have a feeling that uh, that is not as hard as people say it is yeah no come at me stoners that's fair i'm useless when i'm high i'm you like that's why i don't i don't podcast high because i just turn like i just don't talk um i've been experimenting with edibles lately oh, yeah. and it edibles just knock me right out and every everything becomes like the way i describe it as is like every task that i have to do feels like i'm going to mordor like it's yeah uh there was one time i did them recently where it kicked in as i, I was just i was putting an episode together to release and i was like i got time i just ate the cookie i got time it kicked in as i was editing <laughs> so unpredictable i cannot time edibles i uh like that i got this thing vaporizer yes oh that that's the one that my friend shannon has i've used it's amazing I've, it's changed my life my teeth are cleaner yeah my lungs have been, like lungs are getting better like smoking pot still is still inhaling carcinogens right it's yeah. just not as, it's, well there's not as many carcinogens but it still has the tar and it's still, you know, it's not good for you. Like, mm-hmm. but um, it's not it's not as bad as like smoking cigarettes and stuff. Though, but it's just like you're still putting stress on your system. But this is like uh, almost eliminates all of it. And that would be better than joints too, right? Yeah. Because I'm usually a joint smoker, but I do like the vape. I think it's fun to like smoke a joint with somebody, you know, else is because it's more of like a social activity. But, um, you know. I don't really like smoking it by just going out. Now that I've quit smoking, I don't really like going out and smoking a joint. It just doesn't seem good. Oh my gosh. Post comedy show joints with the comics. Yeah. Like, like there would be multiple joints going around and like, it would like all intersect at me and I'd be like, like, like so much weed. That's one thing. I So much. Yeah. It's uh. Passing around joints. Passing around joints. Uh, multiple joints, like multiple, like like sometimes someone would have a pipe. And like and then all of a sudden Sarah has to get home on the bus high as fuck because she got too high after comedy show. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> and that's always the worst time being high on the bus. Yeah, you're looking around, you're one of the, and you realize you're one of those weird bus people. Yeah. I haven't been on the bus in a long time though. I'm 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 okay with that. I'm okay with not being on the bus. I see a bus like just like the, out of my window. It's just I see there's like a bus stop terminal thing, and I just see these empty buses coming and going all day. It's so spooky. Yeah, yeah, they're not really busy. Um, no, but I guess I heard like some people are joyriding the bus, like just going on it for no reason. I'm like, oh, that's sad. God, we're in the end times. People are doing that. Yeah, just riding the bus. Yeah, it's it's not good not good but we are holy shit 
we are at an hour 50 so oh my god what is it? time flies when you're having fun we are done i think this is our yeah. episode but nick let everybody know so where they can where they can follow you on instagram and become a new follower on yeah one of, <laughs> instagram. The legions, one of my legions of fans you're out there especially but, if you're in halifax who wants to take over yeah. halifax you know i got all the moroccans i'm gonna get i gotta take over halifax next <laughs> What's your Actually, Instagram? I, um, it's at Nick Martinello. Yes. And uh, at Nick Martinello on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. I got I I, I got TikTok at Nick Martinello. Oh I don't shit! For TikTok, I'm just holding. I'm holding down the. Uh, every time there's a new social media platform, I have to go try to get the domain name in case the pedophile gets it first. Right? <laughs> and literally, in your case. Oh yeah, and you know he's going to be trying to like bait people on TikTok. That's like oh my god for for a pedophile. That's like the the, the best place. You know, what I mean, it's like Amazon for pedophiles. It truly is. There's so many proteins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you are you you're, are, are you going to start making TikToks? Oh, no, hell no, no. <laughs> Not till there's like, you know, with Instagram, how it was started with by kids. Then adults figured out what they, how they could contribute to it. So at the same, we're at the point where it's all fourteen-year-olds. We have to make sure it's going to be around long enough that it's not just the next vine where people are going to lose interest in it. And then once the teenagers have a to- taught everyone how to use it, then there will be now. Now, right now, it's just weird to see it like a, a, a grown-up, an adult on TikTok. It's you know weird. what, though, this is what I'll say about TikTok. If you actually take some time and sit down and scroll through and like what you like, like the things you really think are funny, it will show you more. It'll show you more of the things you like. So like I've spent a lot of time on TikTok laughing my ass off because there's some funny shit on there. You just need to, you need to interact with it for it to show you the content that you actually want to see. I don't like physical comedy. So I don't really, I don't like when it's like people like, they're like they have a shirt and then they're and they're wearing a different shirt. It's like great editing trick, you know what I mean? I don't really. Think yeah, but there's some that are really vineish. Like I, it's I was, like, I was big into Bo Burnham's vines, where it's just him talking. Um, there's a lot of people like that too that just talk, and there, it's nothing really like fancy schmancy. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. I would encourage you to peruse TikTok. You might. You might like it more than you think. Okay. Because right. I, I had chance. my guards up too, but I started I started actually liking things and it started showing me funnier stuff. All right. Just, okay. I, I don't know if I like comedians putting their stand-up sets on there now. I'm like, just put it on YouTube or put it on IGTV or something. I, I agree with you on that. It's weird. See, I, I don't really want to get, I don't want another app in my life. That's true. It's overwhelming. There's a lot. Or if I'm going to do, if I'm going to get a new app, I'm going to quit an old app. I'm going to quit Twitter. I would quit Facebook over Twitter. I still enjoy. Oh, that's good. I enjoy Twitter for what it is. I would keep Messenger, get rid of Facebook. Oh, um, you keep Messenger, that'd be sweet. You can. You can actually, technically. Really? You can, you can delete your Facebook profile and oh. still keep Messenger. No way. Mm-hmm. They're separate, yeah. even though they're connected. 
Um, All right. Well, I, I really got to pee. So okay, let's close this fucking out. Thank you for coming, buddy. Okay. And everyone, right, thanks a lot for having me. And everyone, download and listen to Nick's album. Um, you can find it wherever. I'm assuming wherever you can find albums, Spotify. Oh, and I gotta get everywhere. my out because on. Oh yeah, what you got? On June. First weekend in June, I think it's June 6th, I'm going to be performing at New Scotland Brewery in Dartmouth. So oh, just, sweet! They got a live feed. It's going to be, they have a laugh track, so it's not totally awkward. Travis uh-huh. recently, a local comic. So uh, I think it's going to be 9 p.m. I've got to confirm the date, but I'm pretty sure it's June 6th. They can check me out there. Amazing. And, uh, that's going to be lots of fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. I, for some reason, Nick that's thought I missed that show. Ever. I thought no, I missed that I show. I thought you did that recently and I missed it, but that's good to know it, that I didn't. It got uh, it got postponed. They had to reschedule. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. That's awesome. So guys, definitely check that out. And thanks so much, Nick, for coming on. I really yeah, appreciate thank it. thank you. It's great All having right. you. And I hope to see you soon. Yeah, likewise. Okay, see you, bud. Later.